buried beneath the rubble of time are stories of God's sovereign hand moving in our great nation. Many believers, hopeless, frustrated, and confused, have all but given up on America. But we have faced dark times before and by divine providence, overcome. From our studio on Capitol Hill, I'm your host, Brad Wells, with Pastor Mike Creed and Andrew Friedenstein. Today, how did a Baptist preacher with a divine appointment help us secure religious liberty? Take a moment with us to look back and find hope from history. Preachers being imprisoned, fined, beaten, and even killed for proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't the Dark Ages, is it? No, this is America, year 1788. Wow. The religious persecution that many had crossed treacheries to escape had unfortunately followed them into the American colonies. Even after defeating the British, seeds of tyranny continued to spring up in the fertile soil of this young nation. You know, Andrew, as we uh, look at this persecution... Many, you know, don't really take it to heart what really happened. The state religious crowd hated the unregistered Baptist pastors. They would have revivals in the woods, and they would come into the woods and arrest them and and beat the folks that were attending. Uh, Preachers were arrested. They were beaten. They were jailed. And many of them preached right through the bars. Uh, I read of one uh, pastor that uh, would not be quiet, even in jail, so they put him on a ship took him out to sea, uh, into the ocean, and went up the coast and dropped him off in a deserted place. He ended up being close to Delaware, where he met his friend and began to preach up there. But Mm. the persecution was was terrible in in that day in Virginia. Even right here in America. Right. And that brings us to what our story is about today, a fiery preacher by the name of John Leland. He ministered throughout Massachusetts and Virginia. He was a leader among the Baptists in those regions. And he saw what was happening. He just could not sit idly by while his brethren suffered for the gospel's sake. Hmm. He would take their grievances to Congress, even if it meant running for the seat himself, against none other than James Madison. Wow. You mean founding father and fourth president? Well, I guess soon to be fourth president. James Madison. He was going to run up against him. That's exactly right. Who Madison, as we know him, is an extremely influential figure, and he was at this present time. But John Leland was as well. In fact, some people think John Leland would have beat Madison. Really? Because John Leland was just that well-known and that popular uh, in that time. Hmm. Leland took an opportunity God gave him to meet with James Madison on the road from Fredericksburg to Orange, Virginia. And he advised Madison to champion religious liberty, free speech, and free press. If Leland could be assured Madison would advocate these principles, Leland would then promise to help Madison win his Virginia seat. So those three principles, religious liberty, free speech, and free press. So did Madison follow through? In a word, yes. Madison understood the wisdom of Leland's counsel. He remembered his promise, and he led the constitutional delegation on December 15, 1791, to guarantee the citizens of America freedom of religion, free speech, and free press, and what we call the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights. Wow. wow. John Leland was blessed 
to see the power of faithfully allowing his voice to be heard when the Lord directed him and using his influence to impact a man who then impacted a nation. Right. May we remember to follow his example of sharing timely counsel with an excellent spirit. So there are men of words, and then there's men of action. Uh, talk is cheap. Advice is nearly free. <laughs> are you ready to put some skin in the game is really the question. These people had lost fathers, brothers, and sons in the fight for liberty, and they weren't about to give it away. And uh, as you look at it, I realized that there were many preachers that took a stand, but John Leland took the opportunity, this divine appointment that God allowed him to influence a political leader with an excellent spirit. And I was reading in the Bible in Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 11, it says, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Fitting words can make an impact on others. Uh, we understand their their choice words that are spoken at the right time. Uh, they can change the circumstances. I believe they can change a nation. I believe that. Yes. And so we look at Nehemiah, for instance, in the scriptures, and Nehemiah had an opportunity to uh, uh, to help his hometown, Jerusalem. He had a holy heartburn uh, uh, come upon him. <laughs> Literally, when he heard the story that the walls. Uh, were bro- the gates were broken down, the walls lay in ruin, and, and, uh, and, he, and he fasts and he prays, and then he goes before the king, literally in peril of his life, losing his life, and he makes a request to the king, and the king gives him the materials, uh, the king gives him free passage, uh, and he goes back and is able to accomplish something great for God because he spoke up. I've never heard the term holy heartburn before, but um, I think that's very descriptive of what happens. Sometimes God puts something in us that is uncomfortable. It's driving us crazy, making us feel anxious because um, God's using it to kind of prod us, uh, to drive us, to speak up, to stand up, to say something for his cause. May we come to a place that we understand the power of faithfully letting our voices be heard as the Lord leads. May our words always be displayed by an excellent spirit. Be sure to listen each week and find hope from history. Learn more on our website, awakeamericaonline.org. Subscribe, share, consider partnering with us in prayer.